Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with the 111th episode of WeeklyPokerHand.com, number 111. <laughs> we finally made it. So we're at the final table of a 2,000 euro deep stacked tournament. Blinds are 10,000, 20,000. We have 440,000 chips. So that is 22 big blinds. Quite often, whenever they call a tournament deep stacked, it's not actually deep stacked. You start with a big stack, but it quickly diminishes. And here we are, 20 big blinds at the final table. So we get an ace and an ace. It's a good hand. A loose aggressive player from second position raises to 43,000 out of his 1 million chip stacks. So this is the chip leader by a mile. And I have to decide now if I want to make the somewhat standard play of going all in, or if I want to play it a little bit tricky by either calling or re-raising small. This is an interesting spot because if you look around the table, we have a loose aggressive kid with 100,000 chips, so only five big blinds, and also a splashy player in the small blind also who started with 100,000 chips. So there are two players at the table who started with five big blinds. If this was a normal scenario where I was the shortest of the stacks, I think I would just shove all in or re-raise small, probably shove, mainly because I want to be shoving most of my hands. I don't really want a small three betting range as a bluff. Too, too often. So I think I'd be shoving. But in this exact scenario, I really do not want to go broke before the short stacks. So if my opponent thinks that I really don't want to go broke before the short stacks, I should probably play in a somewhat cautious manner, which implies calling, hopefully letting the loose aggressive guy with all the chips bluff his stack off. So I like calling in this scenario. That is what I do. I call loose aggressive kid in the cutoff calls, splashy guy in the small blind calls and the big blind folds. So now we're in this pot with a small blind and a cutoff. Uh, and, and both those players have very short stacks, only two and a half big blinds in the small blind and um, well, two and a half big blinds each for both players. So they are both incredibly, incredibly short. Flop comes nine of clubs, nine of spades, six of clubs. So any nine beats us. I guess nine, six or pocket sixes. But for the most part, we are loving our hand. The loose aggressive guy, the chip leader, bets 93,000 into the 200,000 chip pot. Notice this is enough to put both of the short stacks all in. So that kind of implies to me that the loose aggressive guy must have at least something. So at least something like overcards. Because if he does get it all in against the tiny stacks, he wants to have some equity. He doesn't want to just be putting it in stone dead. But if you think about it, most of his preflop raising range, even if he is very loose, should have some equity on this board. So the question really is, should I call hoping the guy continues to try to bluff me? Or should I go all in immediately? I don't think there's any merit to min-raising or anything like that. I think that looks incredibly strong. And whenever you actually are incredibly strong, you do not want to look incredibly strong. You want to look weak. So what play looks weak while still putting money in the pot? I think I either need to call here or jam. And I really don't know which play is right. I would love to hear your input on what you think is right in this scenario. I think if I shove, my opponent's going to fold unless he has some sort of a decent pair. So for that reason, I think I want to just call, especially given it's nine of clubs, nine of spades, six of clubs. I have the ace of clubs in my hand, if I did not mention that for the audio version. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, please know you can watch it on my website at jonathanlittlepoker.com. I post it there every week. There's a video so you can see all the suits. Sometimes those are hard to mention and keep track of. But anyway, because I have the nine of clubs, I think I need to call. 
If I did not have the nine of clubs, I would be much more inclined to shove because if a nine of clubs comes on the turn, I don't really care what's happening. I can still easily put my, or I'm sorry, if a club comes on the turn, I can still put my stack in no problem given I have the ace of clubs. But if I did not have the ace of clubs in my hand, I would have to be somewhat reluctant if a random club did come on the turn because my opponent then has some equity and I'm not really trying to bust before it's two tiny stacks, as I said. Um, I would still have to be to call off the pocket aces, I imagine, but it would not be nearly as lovely as it would be if um, I called here in a club game with the ace of clubs in my hand. Uh, so anyway, I think calling is probably the right play just to give my opponent one more time, one more opportunity to bluff. If he bet the turn, I bet the flop I called, turn was some blank, like say two of, spit, two of diamonds. If he checked, I'd probably bet very small, like 87,000, really trying to extract a little bit more value from him. That's what I would do in this spot. So even though there are two players who are very short, I am recognizing that I'm not trying to fold this hand. If, if the loose aggressive guy does happen to have a nine, he just gets me. And that's okay. It's not really what I'm trying to have happen, but it does happen sometimes. I picked the option that I do not love. I went all in. Well, I said min raising would be the worst option, I think. But I think going all in is the... I, th- I think calling is the best option. Going all in is second best option. Re-raising small is third best option. And then folding is the worst option. <laughs> of course, we're not folding. So I picked second best option, I think, this time. And both the short stacks fold and the loose aggressive guy folds. So we pick up a pot, which may appear like a good success, right? We go from 400 chips to 700,000 chips, which seems great. But in reality, I bet I could have extracted an additional one bet from the loose aggressive player. Some portion of the time, at least. And in this hand, by shoving, we did not have that happen. Of course, we did make it impossible for us to get outdrawn if we were behind. Like, say our opponent did have pocket fours for example i don't really care if he folds pocket fours because he's probably not going to put any more money in the pot anyway unless i make some tiny bet on the turn as i suggested but um this is a spot where i think i probably left a little bit of value on the table whenever you are deep at a final table quite often getting maximum value should not be your main concern your main concern should be not going broke especially when you're a middle stack but in this exact scenario i think my hand is so strong to the point where getting value becomes the main concern So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. If you have not already, I strongly suggest you check out the free webinars I'm hosting over at holdembook.com, just H-O-L-D-E-M-B-O-O-K.com. There we have free webinars being put on by the authors of Excelling at No Limit Hold'em, and so far I've learned a ton by hosting them, and I've been told by many of my students that they have loved watching the webinars and interacting with the authors. So if you've not already checked that out, check it out at holdembook.com. Thank you very much for watching. And I'll talk to you next week.